We'll get an update on Michigan State basketball and football. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com, the MSU Insider, is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, Comp? Hey, Bill. Great to be with you. Thank you. All right. Uh, Izzo and the Spartans, if they can find out uh, a way to put together more consistency in game, I, I think they could be a possible Sweet 16 team this year. I really do, if they can just find that consistency. They are trending in that possible direction. At this time last year on your show, I was predicting that that would uh, – I thought that they had that in them when it seemed extremely unlikely. Now, Joey Hauser was a big reason for that, a big reason for my positive outlook on, on what they were capable of. Um, this year, I'm, I'm, less, uh, I'm less optimistic, but some of that pessimism um, is going away. It's deteriorating in a positive way. And if they play well and beat Minnesota on the road, that would be another step in the right direction. Um, I agree with you that they've got a chance. You know, and last year, the college basketball tournament, there were just so many random outcomes, and it ended up with San Diego State, Florida Atlantic, and the Miami Hurricanes in the Final Four. Nobody saw that coming. Um, you know, Purdue losing in the first round to Fairleigh Dickinson. More things like that could happen this year, just the nature of the sport. And if that's the nature of the sport, if Michigan State gets some positive matchups, sure, they can be dangerous. And there are not many coaches around the country that want to get matched up with Tom Izzo in the second round or have him anywhere near their bracket. Now, that being said, last year in the second round, Michigan State played a team like Marquette. Marquette had beaten UConn in the Big East tournament just a few days earlier. UConn ended up winning the national title. Marquette was one of the best teams in the country. They might have beaten UConn again. They were a national championship contender. Michigan State beat them in the second round. One year earlier, Michigan State played Duke in the second round. Michigan State was leading by five. Five minutes to go, ended up losing that game. The question is, can this Michigan State team become good enough to beat a Marquette type of team as they were last year or Duke of two years ago? I'm not sure they are there yet. In the meantime, if they can sock away more wins, they might get a more favorable seed where they can maybe avoid a team like that for another round. But uh, they've, they've, got, they've got some more games to win in order to ensure that they're going to the NCAA tournament but it sure creates some intrigue here in early February that Michigan State might be able to uh, get a surge going here, Bill. I kind of feel the surge. I really do. They just got to watch some of these uh, slow starts that have killed the team uh, most of the season when they were playing bad. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU insider, checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee. Uh, guess I'm uh, update on Coach Smith. Michigan State football, I know the second signing day on Wednesday isn't as big for the big boy schools, but with the new coaching staff, with new coaches on the recruiting trail, with a lot of guys coming in from the West Coast, uh, what can Spartan fans expect on Wednesday? They might get another commitment here tonight. Keep an eye on SpartanMag.com. You know, Michigan State looks like they're making uh, progress towards signing four more players on Wednesday here in the late signing day with, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're still working on Jaden Walker. I'm not sure if they'll be able to get him or not. Linebacker from uh, Portage Northern. It's between Michigan State and USC. He visited Michigan State again a week and a half ago, and Michigan State made up some ground. We will wait and see which way that one is trending. So that kid from Portage, Portage uh, Michigan 
is an interesting one. Michigan State has a commitment from Jalen Brown, six foot four wide receiver from Nacogdoches, Texas. An interesting one out of Texas. He will be signing on Wednesday. Michigan State continues to battle for um, uh, Mike Shun Beeler, a defensive lineman from Chicago, Simeon. He might be committing to Michigan State tonight. Keep an eye on SpartanMag.com for that one. And uh, probably maybe the, the most important one, defensive tackle, Dimitri Nicholas, Miami Norland High School, had previously been committed to Auburn, did not sign in December, became available. A guy that's a good-looking defensive tackle, Bill, and, and the football gods do not make a lot of defensive tackles. This guy's a pretty good prospect. They need defensive tackles because Mel Tucker did not recruit very well at the defensive tackle position. Hard to find players at that position. Dimitri Nicholas would be an interesting one, a good one for Michigan State to help uh, replenish, begin to replenish that talent pool at defensive tackle out of Miami. Keep an eye on that one for this Wednesday. How big is he? He's about 6'3", 300. Wow. He looks like a defensive tackle. You know what? Uh, you know, I, I'm not Gil Brandt when it comes to evaluating talent by any means, but when I look at Dimitri Nicholas, I look at him, big guy, you know, defensive tackle, looks like a defensive tackle. Auburn wanted him. Uh, Michigan State turned over a lot of rocks, got in on him. They've got a chance at him. When I look at his film, if he were if he were in the state of Michigan, Bill, I think he'd be one of the top 20 players in the state of Michigan. And you look at the top 30 in the state of Michigan this year, there's no defensive tackles in there. That's why they're so valuable. There, there's not many of them. This would be an, uh, an important one for Michigan State. You know, coming down the stretch in December, Michigan State tried to flip a defensive tackle from Ohio who ended up staying with the University of Pittsburgh. That would have been a good one, but that one didn't come through. They're going after this kid from Miami, Demetrius Nicholas. Keep an eye on him for Wednesday as Michigan State continues to try to uh, lay building blocks to get the program back on track. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider, joining us on the Roast Humber Coffee Guest on Yeah, so normally for the big schools, the second signing day is quiet, but for a new coaching staff, uh, this is a very important day uh, to launch year one for Coach Smith. You're exactly right. You know, Michigan State's trying to replenish that roster, and they've got work to do, and they've, they've made some progress. They've kept a lot of the players that, initially went into the portal. They've got nine or ten interesting ones coming out of the portal, including three from Oregon State. A defensive end from Middle Tennessee State, who is second team all-conference USA. Not saying he's a world beater, but Michigan State needs those kind of um, proven college-level football players rather than you know former four-star sophomores that were third string at other, at other schools that didn't quite make it elsewhere. So it's a, it's a it's a mixture. You know, Michigan State has Aiden Childs coming in, true sophomore from Oregon State, all kinds of talent, former four-star out of California. He got some quality playing time last year at Oregon State. He's going to be an intriguing one to watch. A lot of talent, one of the more talented young quarterbacks that's come through Michigan State in several years. We'll see whether or not he can hit the curveball, meaning can he get it done every single snap at this level. He's got a lot of talent. It's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, I was looking at the Michigan Prep Red Zone 2025 State of Michigan high school football rankings. Bryce Underwood, who has committed to LSU, is number one out of Belleville. And A. Simonson is number 59, the offensive lineman from A to Forest Hills Eastern. And the number 16 offensive lineman in the state of Michigan. So that's a little proud dad love there at the end of our conversation, Comp. I'm gonna check that out. That's awesome. Yeah, he's uh, no, he. Uh, I can't list the schools or talk about him right now, but 
Yeah. He's a late bloomer. He hit that radar uh, postseason on that list. And I'll tell you, when I got that list from Michigan Prep Red Zone, or I saw it on Twitter, and I see Bryce Underwood at one, yeah. And I think about that dude, just the best stud in America. And uh-huh. I see Ace at 59, overall football player for class of 2025, and see him at the 16th ranked lineman. I think every lineman in front of him, almost every lineman in front of him, I think, has D1 or high D2 uh, commitments yeah. already. Yeah. I, I tell you what, that's that's terrific. And you, you know what? Um, there are <laughs> – hey – in the state of Michigan, for some reason, those guys that are ranked outside of the top 30, every year there's five or six that really bloom. I mean, that's, that's how Ferris State and Grand Valley State win national championships. And that's why the NFL has a lot of guys from the state of Michigan that did not go to Power 5 schools. State of Michigan, there's secrets in this state, and uh, your guy might be one of them. We'll see. He works hard. You know, I will. I can't list all the schools right now, but uh, some coaches, you know, ask to – be quiet about it, but there is a lot of behind the scenes interest. He got invited to the rivals indie camp, uh, May 19th and the under armor camp in Columbus. So those are two pretty good signals. Yeah, that's great. And, and uh, I would suggest going to some college camps too, to make sure that college coaches get to see him work on their field and they can work on him there and, and, and see what he's all about. That's outstanding. That's exciting. Yeah. He's six two two ninety. Uh, uh, uh-huh. Bench is like 340, squats 500, deadlift 600. So, and quick. He's quick for a big guy. I know some schools are going back and forth. Are we going to look at him as a possible D tackle? Because if you're 6'2, 290 now and they put you in a college weight program and he's 315, 320 and can move, mm-hmm. which he can. So it's exciting, man. It's his hard work. I'm just a proud dad and he has put in really four incredible years of hard work with power strength training systems and they do NFL combine. He does 24 weeks of that. And he is just, he's put the work in man pays off and he, you know, he's getting, no, you know, what's, what's interesting comp is he's getting noticed by so many schools outside of Michigan. So that's kind yeah. of, that's kind of crazy, but you know, I'm cool with it and he's happy and it's a good pace right now to everything. It's not overwhelming him and he's kind of enjoying the ride. Right. That's great. I love it. Yeah, love it. I'll keep you posted, I'll keep it, I'll Cop. Keep an eye on I'll keep it. Yeah. I'll keep a post uh, when you when you rip them on a tweet. I'll have to fire back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, buddy. Won't happen. I All know, right, man, buddy. Thanks a lot. Take yeah. care. It is, it is okay, kind of cool. Uh, thank you, Comp.